You're listening to the Hotter on Top podcast, hosted by me, Becca Kavanaugh. This podcast is for the woman that wants it all, the thriving business, the passionate love life, and the embodied inner radiance to have and hold it all with ease and pleasure. Every week, I will be giving you the behind the scenes on how you can run your own successful business without sacrificing your pleasure or spiraling into burnout. These tools and teachings are what I have used to accelerate my growth in the online space and go from working multiple jobs, hustling 12 hours a day, you name it, to channeling my genius into a potent business that gives me the freedom and flexibility to work whenever and however the fuck I want. Now I mentor my clients to carve out their own unique space in the industry and make a massive impact and income by being their most bold and turned on selves. Think of this podcast as your dose of deep business and personal development that will leave you with the juice and confidence you need to start taking action on your desires right fucking now. My goal for this podcast is to have you feeling turned on to create your own version of a pleasure-based business and tap into your deepest desires by unapologetically asking for what you want. Because I believe women feel hotter when they are on top. Hello, 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 sacred souls. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. So out the gate, I'm just going to be transparent. It has literally taken me to record this podcast episode so many times. Um, And I just like literally had to take a step back, take a break, (laughs) come back. And now I'm back. And now... I am going to commit to that this will be the final recording of this podcast episode. So um, just giving you a behind the scenes look, sometimes it does take quite a bit of takes and all the things to feel like the content is good enough, so to speak. And sometimes your perfectionist just loves to come in and run the show and I am only human, y'all. So um, <laughs> so today, hi, hello. Today, we're talking about how to make more money without more launching, without doing more, without hustle mentality. So as kind of giving some context before we dive into the different ways to make money in this industry that have nothing to do with launching, I want to be very clear about what active launching or the type of launching that you've probably seen before. So normally when we talk about launching, we're thinking about this very active launching model, which is kind of a sprint. It's like, this is where you have that high touch, high value uh, event. Maybe you host a free event, a workshop type of thing. This is also usually a time where you have a limited amount of enrollment time. So meaning that you open enrollment and then close it at a certain date and time. And usually these dates are rather arbitrary, let's be honest. Um, And I think that we're kind of moving away from this very active launching model. I know that with a lot of my clients, they come to me because they want ease. They want the pressure to be taken off. And something that has been very beneficial to them and myself included is kind of redefining what launching can look like. I like to think of launching as any time that you are promoting your services, that is a launch, right? Any time that you are promoting a program or service or a new offer or anything like that, I think of that as launching. And it doesn't have to look 
like launching in this very active realm. And I like to think of that there are two different ways to launch, which is this more passive launching versus the active launching. The active launching is obviously what we've been seeing as launching before. This is usually the events, the sprint, all the things, but passive launching is a little bit more of a evergreen type of launching model, which means that you kind of open enrollment, you don't have a harsh timeline on it. It's something that you are constantly enrolling until it's sold out, like until you are at capacity with that. And then you would have a certain different type of enrollment area, et cetera, et cetera, right? And so these work really well. Passive launching works very well with this more evergreen open enrollment type of model. So keep in mind as we go throughout this process, if you are wanting more ease, if you're wanting to work smarter, not harder, if you're wanting to be able to take the pressure off and continue to bring in consistent income without having to rely on running a launch or, you know, running a new program or creating something new, then you're going to want to create these systems in your business out the gate. So this would look like having a more evergreen models, more evergreen offers. And then in the list that I'm going to be giving you here today, it's also talking about different ways that you can take the pressure off and not feel like you have to create all the time and to actually lean on different types of support that you can get in this industry. So it's not going to always be like this very high touch high value, all the things. I want to give you just kind of like open up your mindset around different ways that you can make money. And my goal for you is to be able to take the pressure off because I think that as entrepreneurs, we have so much pressure to not just bring in more income, to make more money, but to continually show up in something that is like such a like big high touch moment. Um, and I want to show you that these more passive launches or these, this more consistent showing up is actually more beneficial instead of always feeling like it needs to be at a hundred percent all the time. I feel like the reason why we create businesses is to have more freedom. And unfortunately, I think that entrepreneurship has shown us more often than not is that we actually trade in a nine to five to be working 24 seven. And I want to be part of that change that shows not just myself, but all my clients and all the people after me that want to build online businesses that they can actually have real tangible ease, real consistency, not this fake type of pleasure or ease that we've been seeing a lot, which is like the whole working on vacation bullshit. I'm sorry if that's your vibe, but <laughs> But I want to actually build a business that I can take a whole fucking month off from and it runs itself, right? I don't want to be working on vacation. That's just me. That used to be such a huge selling point. And now I'm like, I don't want to fucking work on vacation. <laughs> so I strive for that. And what I've seen from my own work and from all the things that I've created and the mistakes that I've learned from. Um, and also what I have seen with a lot of my clients is that they desire this too. So I love to just look at different ways and get creative with making money, um, getting creative with seeing different ways to kind of bring brand awareness, to create more impact in a way that is sustainable. And I think that's all legitimately what we want, but we've kind of been taught in this more broken industry, broken system. And now we're kind of finally like 
turning a new page. And I think a lot of these trends are going to change in 2022. Like I think that launches are really going to change. I think that how we show up is really going to change. So I say all that to preface these different ways to create um, wealth and money and consistency that have nothing to do with having to do more. If anything, this is more about finding ways to do less while continuing to bring in more income and create more impact. So let's dive in here. Number one, is about repurposing old trainings, old value that you've done, past value. I don't even want to say old. This is like your past workshops. This is things that are still very relevant or can be very relevant, even if it was free, even if it was workshops or anything, finding a way to maybe bundle some of those together and then sell it. Sell it as something that people can ha now have lifetime access to instead of a replay that maybe they watched once and all the things, right? So finding ways that you can go back and think of like the trainings that you've done, looking back on those, making sure that they're still relevant to your brand and being able to just use the content that you used for that promotion. So when you are promoting that free thing, repurpose that content, right? Repurpose the content to promote now this bundled thing, this, or, you know, the replay of something, right? This is an easy way to get a little bit of cash flow in without doing more work. And if anything, it's about leaning on the work that you've already done and finding ways that you can bring in monetary reward right now. So you can also add this to other things. You can do this to other courses. And I'm going to be talking more about that later in a different in a different area of this podcast. But for now, I'm going to put a pin in that. And so really finding ways to repurpose old things. And again, like just because maybe it's not something that you would teach on now doesn't mean that it's not relevant. For example, my Rich and Radiant Masterclass that I hosted back past last year in March I, it's still a very potent masterclass and it's about money. It's about money mindset and energy around money and how to have conversations around money. And it's not necessarily something that I would probably do again, but it's still very relevant. So much so that one of my students, because the students have the lifetime access. So um, one of my students that purchased this, she had told me that she just recently dived back into it almost a year later. And she was like, this is so good. Like I'm getting so much more value watching it back. And like, I'm seeing it through a new lens. And so remembering that, like, as you grow, as your clients grow, everything like that, like these there is still so much value that your past stuff has to give. And what was so amazing for that moment for, for me, because it was a really big goal of mine to continue to create impact without me feeling like I'm burned out on both ends, you know? And that was a very big realization to me of like how these things are still living on, that they're still very relevant, that I can promote these things still, and that people are still finding a lot of value. And who am I to like keep that value away from somebody that really needs it, right? And so I actually... Just as a side note, you can still purchase the Rich and Radiant Masterclass. I don't talk about it very often anymore, but I'm going to actually plug it down in the show notes for you guys. So if you want to grab that, it's $40. It's a two-hour masterclass. It's very, very powerful around money, money mindset, how to talk about money. There's pleasure exercises when it pertains to money in there, 
really, really powerful masterclass. And there's a workbook that goes along with it as well. So if you want to snag that, you still can. It's only $40. And if you actually buy Baby Biz Bitch, it is on a discount if you buy Baby Biz Bitch and you want to add that on. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely snag that if it sounds aligned. So number two here is to collaborate with another coach. So I think that co-launching is really going to come back in some capacity. And I'm not too sure exactly what it's going to look like. But when I talk about collaborating with another coach, there's so many different forms that it can take on. But I'm specifically thinking about co-launching, which could look like you kind of borrowing somebody else's audience or them borrowing yours. And so the disclaimer with this is to make sure that obviously it's aligned and it's somebody that is like not selling the same exact thing as you, but also somebody that can bring value to your audience, right? Something that can be still very relevant to the work that you do. For example, if I were to collaborate with somebody, I probably would want to collaborate with somebody that's really good on trauma work and leadership. Um, I would probably want to collaborate with someone that does intimacy and sales, right? Like these are things that I am not necessarily, I promote, uh, but it's something that can still be very relevant to my audience of business owners, right? I wouldn't necessarily bring in a sex or an educator in that sense, because now that I'm more in the business realm, it's not really my audience niche anymore, right? So, but there's different ways that I can bring in value and from somebody else um, that has a different perspective, that has a different lens that I'm not super an expert in, right? So, that could be something that I would bring on, for example, or vice versa, that I would talk about energy, I would talk about how to have conversations around sales, things like that, right? And you could also be like an educator with somebody's program and everything like that. So how this would work is that basically you would borrow somebody's, let's say you let somebody borrow your audience to promote in, and then you would get a commission of their sales and vice versa. If you were to promote for some, in somebody else's audience, you're getting a bigger brand awareness, which equals more sales. And then you would just give them a commission of your sales, right? Um, this could also look like if you were to be an educator for somebody in their program, guest speaker, whatever it may be, you would get paid for that, or you could get like a commission of the sales. However you work it out with the coach, make sure that you guys are on the same page, that you're in communication, that things still feel good, um, I think is my advice when it comes to this. But this is such an easy way to just kind of bring somebody into your audience. Um, and what's beautiful about this is that basically on either end, you're kind of vetting the other person and the other person's vetting you, right? Because they've already built trust with their audience. And so if you come in, they're kind of like, hey, I trust this person. I value this person. I know that what they have to offer is going to benefit you, right? And so it's kind of like singling it out a little bit more. It's it's narrowing the focus a little bit. So that way it it can create more sales and that you're not just speaking out into a void, right? You're speaking out to somebody that is has already an engaged audience that is vetting you, right? It's it's an audience that already trusts them and now they're going to, you know, inadvertently trust you, right? So that is kind of the the benefit there as well, because you're growing your brand, you're growing your brand awareness. And it's kind of in this more like 
narrow focus. Um, and again, you're not just like kind of shooting the dart at a dartboard and see what sticks, right? <laughs> so that is kind of a really, really big benefit of this. And if you let somebody, let's say, promote in your audience, it's kind of like you don't have to promote another program. You don't have to create anything new. You just let them do their thing. And then now you're getting commission of that for letting them kind of build in your own audience. So it can be a very beautiful partnership. Again, the reminder here is to just make sure you guys are on the same page that you're in communication. But I think as long as you find somebody that is going to work very well with you, like, why not? Why not try something like this out? And again, I think this creates like so much more ease because we're taking the pressure off and we're not so focused on like, the only way you can make money is through your business. You can actually make it through like these partnerships and collaborations as well. So then number three here, kind of in the same vein, is about trading services. So this one's a little bit different because, no, it's not necessarily cash in hand, right? But it is something that you can still very much benefit from. And I would say is still like almost saving money. You're still getting money, so to speak, because the value is what it is worth, right? Like the, the, you're saving the amount of money that the value would have to give, right? So I think that we don't do this enough. And I think, again, as like with the collaboration thing, you just have to find that you guys are on the same page, that you guys are showing up for each other in the same capacity that you're making it work and all the things, right? So making sure that you're in communication with this person, making sure that you guys are on the same page, everything like that, I think is huge when it comes to training services because it, things can get a little bit sticky or messy. So we just have to make sure that this is somebody that we feel like we can trust and that you feel comfortable enough to like set in boundaries or maybe even end this kind of training services if it's no longer working out, right? So that is ultimately what I would have to say with that. But I think that if you're first starting out and you don't have like investments just yet, like you don't have money to invest, like you're saving so much money, you're getting the value and support that you might be looking for, which in turn could help you make more money, right? Having support and getting the knowledge and all the things that can help you make more money. And so therefore it's kind of like you are making more money by not necessarily doing more work. I mean, you are kind of doing more work because you're training services, but you know what I mean? Like it should be an equal exchange is what I'm trying to say. So it's kind of a very like low, low risk to high reward, right? Um, I know a lot of the time when I did hair, I traded services a lot. I did a lot of um, things for free in exchange for like testimonials, stuff like that. So have at it, see what feels good. But ultimately, this can help you make more money, even though it's not like the, you know, instant monetary reward, like you might be searching for. This is still an option to help you grow your business in these beginning stages. So then number four is promoting more evergreen offers. So remember when I talked about at the beginning of this podcast episode about passive launching, this is really where this comes in. So instead of constantly creating something new, you're going to just create one thing and kind of have it in the background as something that you can promote whenever you it feels aligned, right? So if you're ever in need of a cash influx or something like that, you can just promote this evergreen offer that you've already created the content for, that you've already done the upfront work for. So again, this comes from a place of like, 
if you haven't created evergreen offers, start creating them. I think that evergreens are going to become even more popular than they ever have been before. I think people are at a place where they don't want to feel like they are pushed into like a launch. They don't want to feel like they're pushed and have to make a decision to purchase something. And I think this is like a very scarcity thing that we've played into a lot, which is like having a time limit on when somebody can invest in something, not leaving it more open-ended. People nowadays, we don't want to feel rushed. We don't want to feel rushed to purchase something that maybe we're just don't need just yet. And we want to feel like we have the freedom to buy it whenever we actually need it, when we know it's going to benefit us and not try to like anticipate what is what we need, right? (laughs) What we might need in the future or a problem that we might have in the future, right? So building your business off of like having some evergreen offers or having more evergreen type of model, for example, like my one-on-one coaching is not necessarily an evergreen offer, but I launch it like it is, right? Because I'm always enrolling unless I'm sold out, right? Unless there's a wait list. But even then, I'm still kind of promoting it. I'm still kind of selling it because I want to have that continual relationship with my clients, right? So I would continue to have a wait list. I would continue to bring that on. And so therefore, it is still kind of an evergreen model, right? So making sure that you are promoting or like creating something that is a bit more evergreen. And what I like to do now, because I made such a big mistake in the beginning of my business to like constantly create offer after offer after offer, evergreen, evergreen, evergreen. And it was just too much. And so I would really invite you to just pick like one to two evergreens, stick to those. And unless you're like super inspired to create something else, right, then absolutely have at it, obviously. But if you ever get the itch of like, oh, I want to create something new when you haven't really promoted your past things, I would invite you to actually just start to make a little bit of something to then add to your already existing evergreen offers as a bonus. So I get this itch a lot and I've have so many times I've like halfway done programs because I like got tired of it in the middle of it. And I was like, oh, I really just should have created a masterclass or something a little bit not so involved. Right. So now what I do is I follow that itch. I, I scratch that itch by creating the masterclass, creating something a little bit more smaller And then maybe I'll offer it for free or a low offering, but then it goes and lives in my evergreens, right? So the making sure that obviously the bonuses and whatever you're creating is still relevant for the evergreen or creating something and then kind of setting it aside or selling it as a single thing, right? But uh, I did this recently actually with the launch master class, the lost to leader launch master class. Um, I recorded that. It was for free for a little while and now it's no longer. And now it lives inside Baby Biz Bitch as a bonus. So now Baby Biz Bitch just got this, you know, almost hour long bonus launch masterclass in it. So that's one of the ways that I like to kind of, you know, continue that evergreen process to continue to create things that feel aligned without burning myself out of like, oh my God, I need to create something new. I need to promote something new. I need to start all over, right? Um, And just really focused in on what is going to feel aligned while also what is going to be sustainable for me to create for the next thing. So 
that's mostly what I have for today. So let me just to revisit, remind, refresh of what we talked about. If you want to make more money without launching in 2022, you want to be focused on repurposing old trainings or value that you've given in the past, bundling it together, promoting it for a little bit, repurposing that content that you've already created, making sure that's still relevant. But remember here that just because it doesn't have to be perfectly relevant to what you would be doing today, but it's still something that can create a massive impact and give you some income, right? Number two here is to collaborate with another coach, whether this is a co-launching type of strategy where you would get commission, where they would borrow your audience, or if you are a guest speaker or guest teacher and get paid for that, collaborate with another coach in some capacity, which leads me to number three, trading services, also kind of collaborating with another coach, but trading your services for theirs, making sure that you guys are both on the same page, all the things. Number four is promoting more evergreen offers or creating more evergreen offers if you haven't created them already. Um, being able to lean on this more evergreen type of model when it comes to your business in order to take the pressure off so that way you can actually enjoy your life and create more consistency, right? Again, promoting is still in the context of this whole podcast. I'm not saying never sell or anything like that. You still need to sell. You still need to show up in some capacity. I just, it can be less pressurized. It can be from this energy of like, there are so many ways to make money and you just have to kind of open up your mindset a little bit and be willing to get creative and try some new things, right? I think just not getting so wrapped up in like active launching and that being the only way to be successful. I've actually been the most successful in business when I actually took a step back and made things so much simpler and easier in my business. So uh, the reminder here and what I always say to my clients, like more is not always better. More is just more, right? So when you show up, if you're just constantly giving out value, constantly showing up more and more, constantly giving more and more and more, it's like at a certain point, like more is not always better. It's just more. And so what I really want to focus on this year is about being more potent, right? So when I do show up, being more potent in my energy and my content and my messaging in the actual value that I give in all of my courses, um, being potent with my clients and the calls that we have together, right? Having them be very powerful and transformative um, without feeling like I need to constantly give, 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 right? Because when you're stuck in this give, give, give cycle, that is when things start to feel hard, things you start to burn out, um, and all the all the things. So more ease, more money, and more ease in 2022. That is that is the vibe for this year. <laughs> so I hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode. Thanks for hanging out with me. I hope you guys loved it. Please, please share it if you did. And uh, as a reminder. February, I have three spots left for my mentorship, my six-month mentorship. So if you want to learn more about that or you want to get in touch with the Rich and Radio Masterclass or Baby Biz Bitch, I will leave all the links down in the show notes as always. So thank you guys so much for listening and we will chat next week. Thank you so much for investing your time by listening to today's podcast and take an extra moment to celebrate yourself for prioritizing your pleasure and your business growth. 
If you found this episode helpful, I would be so honored if you could share a screenshot on your stories and tag me at Becca Jo Kavanaugh on Instagram and leave this podcast a rating and review so we can share all of this goodness with more women who deserve to have and hold it all. If you want to keep the party going, you can join the Bold Biz Bitches Facebook group for even more juice and free behind the scenes trainings. If you are ready to go to the next level, you can learn how to work with me inside my intimate one-on-one container or self-paced offerings with the links down in the show notes. Sending you all the good pleasure juices for the week, and I will talk to you next time. Mwah.